ways to kind of prevent that emotional trigger. If you usually buy things on your phone as a response to an emotional event, take those apps off your phone. If your credit card is saved on your phone and that's how you normally spend, take your credit card off your phone. And your emotional trigger is when you're out, keep your credit cards at home. Don't have a way to spend money that you don't have. Maybe only take your debit card and some cash with you as you go walking around. And I know that's massively inconvenient. That's kind of the point. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget, episode 22, Emotional Spending and How to Get Through It. It is Thanksgiving. On the day this comes out, it'll be Thanksgiving in the United States. And that day is a fun day with family and friends. But then the day after is what we call Black Friday here in the United States. Now, Black Friday sales have already started I know I've started my Black Friday sales, so Black Friday sales have already started. I have links to mine down at the bottom for for all the different things that I do. They're super drawing. Black Friday sales have this hype, have this emotional pressure. You feel like you can't get deals on any other time. It is the number one day for sales in the United States all year round and has a tremendous impact on the retail bottom line every year. Now, Black Friday is also then comes before Cyber Monday and Small Business Tuesday. And there are all of these different sale holidays that come around in the United States. And that whole week is the number one week for spending in the United States as a as a percentage overall over the whole year. So so it is huge to think about how much money we spend in that week toward the holidays, toward anything that we need. A lot of people will buy new mattresses, new electronics, different things like that. Things you need and things you want. People save up for and wait for Black Friday. So if you are one of those Black Friday shoppers, you get up and I know my dad, when I was a a kid, he stood in line at I think two or three in the morning for Best Buy to open so he could get a Black Friday deal on a brand new Nintendo Wii You remember when those came out? That was a long time ago. But Black Friday has been around for a long time and it plays on your emotions. It plays on your fears. It plays on your anxieties. It plays on your need to get a deal kind of emotion. It plays on excitement. And it also brings up other emotions when you're spending like anger and FOMO, fear of missing out and and all of these different things that cause people to spend a lot more money than they have and a lot more money than they need to spend. 
So let's get into emotional spending here, emotional triggers and ways to then work through emotional spending. Most of my time or a good portion of my time as a financial coach is not around budgeting with people. It is not around budgeting. We will we will often start with a budget, get a, a sense of what's what is the spending reality, what's the income reality, what situation are you in, what kind of assets do you have, that sort of thing. Those are the nuts and bolts. That then is is then very shortly followed by what happens when you spend money? What's going on in your mind, in your heart? What are you feeling? What happens when you don't, when you're not following your budget? What's really going on in your brain? And I, I don't know if you know, but I have a, a degree in neuropsychology. So I like to know what's going on in people's brains when they're shopping, when they're spending money. I'll tell you a story of, of one client. She had this emotional trigger every time she saw her family. And this is not uncommon. Families bring up a lot of emotions, both positive and negative. But she had this emotional trigger when she saw her family and she would go out and spend beforehand and sometimes also spend afterward. It was a delay tactic for seeing them beforehand. And it was a way to reduce her stress and and make herself feel good afterward. So her emotional trigger was seeing her family. Now we worked through that. She learned some coping mechanisms and figured out, you know, that wasn't the only emotional trigger, but we figured out what was triggering her, which triggers to avoid and which ones to work through. We chose the easy ones first and then worked on the harder ones later. And I, I'm bringing this up for you because if you are an emotional spender, if you are somebody who gets triggered emotionally and your reaction is to spend money, you're not alone. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. Spending money releases those pleasure chemicals, those pleasure neurotransmitters in your brain, and it makes you feel in control and it makes you feel happy when you spend money. You are doing something you know how to do and you are getting something for your money and it makes you feel like you have control of the situation and that makes you feel happy with the situation. So spending money is not an unnatural response to an emotionally stressful event. It is a normal, natural response It's only when that gets out of control and we're not thinking about it and we're not staying within our plan that it becomes an issue. I'm not saying to never follow your emotions. I'm not saying to never spend money. I'm not saying to never spend money because of an emotional event. I'm just saying recognize when it happens. So let's talk through how to do that, how to recognize When you are spending money because of an emotional event, when you have emotional spending habits and how to work through that. So take a trip with me. Close your eyes if you're not driving or or doing anything that you need your eyes for and think through the last time that you were triggered to go out and shop for a lot of people, for a lot of men and women that trigger to go shop ends up sending them to the grocery store, believe it or not. And the grocery store is a great way to view your emotional spending, to to think through it. 
So let's say you had an emotional event. What what would that be for you? For a lot of people, it's interacting with family. For a lot of people, it's work-related events. For some people, it's just just think through a high, highly emotional time that you had. And then think about what you did afterward. What did you do afterward to help soothe yourself and bring your, your whole body back to a a state of normalcy or, or homeostasis, your brain is constantly trying to bring you back to a state of basically a homeostasis where it knows that it's safe. It knows that it's in control and it knows what you can do next to stay in control. So whenever you have an emotional event, an emotionally triggering event, then your body kind of says, all right, I need to do something that makes me feel in control. So think through what kind of event that was for you and what you did afterward. If you're listening to this, very often that afterward is spending money. So that's the number one thing is to figure out what is triggering you. What is triggering your body and your brain to feel out of control or too emotional and then what do you do after that to stay in control? So we're going to take those two events, the emotional trigger and the thing you do afterward, and we're going to create some space. Oftentimes you're on autopilot. Your brain is on autopilot telling you how, how you can then get back into control. And that autopilot is telling you to go to the nearest convenience store, to go to the grocery store, to to go shopping in some way, shape, or form, whether that's on your phone and Amazon, going to different shopping apps and, and things like that, your brain is telling you to get back into control. Do we have a Black Friday sale for you? If you're in debt and you know you could use some guidance, motivation, and accountability to finally get out of debt, then look no further. Now is the best time to join group financial coaching as we sweeten the deal with a get out of debt for good class and lower the price to just $97 per month. That's 34% off every single month you're enrolled. But wait! For Black Friday, I'm throwing in a free coaching session before you join the group. Book a complimentary consultation right on saverstreet.com to start now. To grab this deal, go right to saverstreet.com and book a complimentary consultation. Mention this Black Friday ad and instead of $147 per month, you will get into group coaching for just $97 a month. Let's create the space between your emotion and the control decision or the the control action. In between your emotional trigger and your control action, your brain is doing that autopilot thing, that subconscious thing. We need to make that subconscious thing conscious. And that's how you actually take back control of your actions and your finances. The number one thing to do is to write down your triggers. What are your emotional triggers here? 
put them down on a piece of paper, understand what it is that is causing you to feel out of control or causing you to feel emotional distress. Write them down on a piece of paper so that you can, or put it in a note in your phone or something like that, so that you can then, as they're happening, say, okay, oh, this is my trigger. Let's see what I should do next. Because you're creating that space. The very next thing to do is to take a step back, literally or figuratively, and breathe. Count to 10. Any emotional response to an event, it's about 10 seconds before you can regain full control of your brain. (laughs) Because we do all have these subconscious mechanisms in our brain that tell us, you know, fight or flight that tell us to do things that we wouldn't necessarily do. I know the other day my daughter broke her arm. And if you have kids and your kids have broken bones, it can be a little bit of a traumatic experience. I mean, I have a a history working on an ambulance. I kind of know what to do when someone breaks a bone, right? But it was my own child. It was my kid who broke her bone and she was screaming. She, you know, I, I kind of, I got super tunnel vision and didn't know what to do. I had to take a step back and breathe and start remembering my training, remembering what to do. And I still forgot things. So if you remember 50% of what you're learning today of the things to do, I'm proud of you because that is, it's hard when you, when you are in the middle of an emotional event, it is extremely hard to take a step back and breathe and remember your training. So, okay. Number one, after you've identified that emotional trigger, take 10 seconds, take a step back and breathe. This second thing to do is to remember, okay, what are my goals? What am I trying to accomplish this month and why? And if you remember your why, you remember your vision, what you are trying to accomplish, that can usually turn whatever gut jerk reaction you had to spending money into a, that's right. It doesn't help me in the long run. In the long run, my goal is to pay off my debt, to save money, to retire early. And so I'm not going to let who, you know, whatever caused that emotional trigger dictate my life. I'm not going to let my family cause this emotion that gets me out of control. I'm going to take back control myself and do the thing that actually shows that I'm in control. Do the thing that actually helps me stay in control. The second thing to do as you're going through this emotional event, it's to, I I mean, I pray. So I'm a Christian and I will pray and I will ask God to help me with the root cause of my emotional trigger. And uh, barring that, you know, after that, if I haven't fully figured out the emotional cause of my trigger, and, and that's fine, it's a process. It's something to work with uh, with your friends, your family, your if you have a counselor or a therapist, something to work with there. Then I will reach out to a trusted friend or family member. And I'll say, okay, my, you know, I'll tell them what kind of happened. And this is not over text. This is a phone call. I'll tell them what happened and I'll say, okay, you know, it's great talking to you. My knee jerk response is to go buy something. Can you talk me off that ledge? Can you help me? 
And usually that person will say, yeah, definitely. Let's talk about this. You know, what are you, what are you going through? What's happening? How is that going to help you? How is shopping going to help you? And it doesn't, it's not going to. And then that person, we rely on people. We, as a human species, we rely on people. So that's okay. Rely on them. So take that step back, breathe, meditate or pray, call someone. And then before you know it, usually that emotional spending trigger is gone. Now there are ways, and I'm kind of just going into a, a preventive mo- step here. Let's, let's go into prevention. There are ways to kind of prevent that emotional trigger. If you usually buy things on your phone as a response to an emotional event, take those apps off your phone. If your credit card is saved on your phone and that's how you normally spend, take your credit card off your phone. If you are triggered by email newsletters or, or advertisements that come into your promotional tab or, or what have you, unsubscribe from them. I know I spend way too much at Ann Taylor sometimes when I'm, when I'm emotional and feeling insecure. That's, that's my own thing. <laughs> I really like Ann Taylor. But anyway, that's beside the point. And your emotional trigger is when you're out, keep your credit cards at home. Don't have a way to spend money that you don't have. Maybe only take your debit card and some cash with you as you go walking around. And I know that's massively inconvenient. That's kind of the point. So keep those things at home. Create some distance from the thing that helps you spend and helps you answer your knee-jerk reaction of emotional spending. And then the, the very last thing which will help you keep this totally under control and within your, you know, within your mind and within your mindset is to have those monthly money meetings. I do them every two weeks. I sometimes I do them every week and clearly with clients, I do them all day, but have your monthly money meeting so that you know where your finances are, you know how you're tracking against your goals, you know how much debt you have left to pay off, you know how much you have until you hit your financial independence goal, you know where you're going and how to get there. That will really take any pleasure out of emotional spending out. Instead, you'll just have those that planned spending that you're really looking forward to. Like for us, it's our next trip to Disney World with the kids. So we're really looking forward to that. And whenever I put that trip up against any emotional spending, the trip wins hands down. So I put the chocolate bar back. I don't need it. I'd rather go to Disney World with my kids. Those are different ways to curb and prevent emotional spending. It is very difficult. So give yourself some grace. Give yourself some leeway. It's difficult to curb that emotional spending, especially if it's a habit. I hope this helped. I hope it helps you get through Black Friday because Black Friday will bring up all of those emotions. And as you're getting through Black Friday, realize that you really should only spend what you were planning to spend. You should have, if you if you have it right now and it might be too late, a Black Friday budget for the year. So sometimes things that my husband and I have really, really, really wanted for years go on super sale on Black Friday And that's when we spend it. We kind of have that money socked away. And so we spend it then. 
But just make sure that if you're trying to get out of debt and Black Friday is a huge temptation, take those apps off your phone right now. Don't get into it. Don't don't go for those sales. Like, let's rein it in. Let's stay in control. Let's not mortgage our future for our present happiness because the future is forever. It's, it's going to keep going and you're going to live in the future tomorrow and all the rest of, of the days of your life. So let's take care of our future so that our future can take care of us. All right. I hope this helped. I'll talk to you soon, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great few days ahead and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.